0: Hi, I'm Marty. I'm Dave. I'm John. I'm Aaron. And this is Door 14 Hockey.
1: Hello and welcome to a very different edition of the Door 14 Hockey podcast. My name is John and alongside me tonight is Aaron. Hey! Aaron, this is quite unusual. This and is a, a very, very strange one. Very strange one. We are not in the usual podcast recording location. But we are in some very, very comfy sofas. We are. We're very comfy sofas. Um, and there's only two of us. And it's a new host. It's me. Marty is uh, somewhere in the Washington area, we believe, at the moment. Yeah. Um, Dave is on daddy daycare duty and the two of us were the only free ones to come out and play tonight so it's uh, it's you and me how it's, are you it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a quick one five, five minutes we say you, you say that i mean it's gonna be a quick one that kind of sounds like have you seen this thing on twitter going around things that you can say during oh uh, yes and also at hockey yeah i mean that kind of sounds was like I
0: actually i enjoyed that uh, Twitter poll. it was, very, very uh, it was good. quite good
1: uh, um, and it's still going. If you've got a good one, then put it up on Twitter. Uh, get involved with the conversation. It's not ours, but get involved with it anyway.
0: Yeah, I did. I I'm kind of worried about this podcast. We've got the one that
1: like likes to talk. That's you- true. Yep, <laughs> he's not here. Oh, the one that's not here. You're the one that likes to talk. I like to talk when someone <laughs> gives me something to talk about. When when people are looking at me to be the one to to come up with the topics, it's a very very different situation. Yep. Uh, Marty is the conversation generator. He is. Dave is my argument generator.
0: And I'm the one. What I was about to say. The the quiet one in the corner. Well,
1: you're the one who keeps bringing up gritty, unlike me, who I've just done it right there now. But you that's bring up gritty. when it gives so, me the, the yeah. dry
0: bulk. <laughs> It's definitely, it's going to be, uh, it's kind of like a podcast hosted by Jay and Silent Bob, one that talks a lot and then Bob that just sits there in, in silence.
1: It is, yeah. So you're you're Silent Bob, that's what you're saying? I think so. Marty's not going to like that. He's not going to like that, no.
0: No. Um, unless, uh, it's, it's definitely not going to be like Silent Bob because when Bob actually talks, he says something meaningful. I'm just going to be like, I like hockey.
1: Yeah, on the flip side of that, I'm going to sound a lot like Jay. Uh <laughs> rhyming off absolute nonsense, uh, as I just did there, almost tripping over my words. Anyway, um, we will start the podcast, as we always do, by having a quick look around the leagues. We're going to start off with the Elite League. We'll have a look through the table. So sitting in first place with uh, with 28 points uh, from 23 games played is the Sheffield Steelers. Uh, second place with 25 points from 19 games played is the Cardiff Devils. Third place is the Belfast Giants with 24 points from 20 games played. The Glasgow Clan sitting 4th with 23 points from 20 games played. The Nottingham Panthers with 22 points from 20 games played. Uh, the Guildford Flames sitting in 6th with 20 points from 18 games played. Five Flyers in 7th with 20 points from 21 games. Uh, the Coventry Blaze sitting in 8th with 18 points from 20 games And then propping up the bottom of the table, unfortunately, the same two teams that we've seen there for the last number of weeks now is ninth place, the Manchester Storm with 17 points from 20 games played, and the Dundee Stars with 15 points from 21 games played. This is where we would normally throw it out to those who like to talk uh, and say, what do you think about the table? Uh, But Aaron, what do you think? What do you make of the table? Hi, everyone. John here. As you might have guessed, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. It's at about this moment where the recording, for some reason, cuts out. There's several minutes missing. And what we're going to do is very quickly rejoin the podcast around about six or seven minutes later while Aaron and I are discussing the NCAA Friendship 4 tournament here in Belfast. Enjoy! The second game uh, between... uh Colgate and Princeton uh, was a much closer affair but again Colgate's quality really showed through um, um, they went out as deserved winners into that final mm. um but like I say the the absolute sort of banner game was the final it was absolutely fantastic um, and it's great to hear uh, through sort of different interviews uh, that it looks like the tournament is definitely secure for at least the next four years. Um, which looks fantastic. They seem to know who's coming. Uh, the teams have been announced for next year already, um, which is fantastic. Uh, we'll get a chat about that probably closer to the time. We know that in January, we're going to have um, more two more women's games um, the first weekend in January. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to miss those, which I'm absolutely raging about because they were probably two of the best games of hockey I watched in the SSE last year. Was the the women's games? Wow! Um, so they are they are well well worth uh, watching. So yeah, friendship four. Um, we said it last time. The elite league need to seriously consider whether they need to have a, a bye weekend uh, for that tournament and let other fans come across for that. Certainly, uh, it's it's amazing.
0: We were talking about scouts coming over. Were there, were there any players in particular that
1: caught your eye? Uh, Murphy for um, Northeastern, um, absolutely incredible uh, player. Absolutely amazing talent. Yeah. Um, there were a few others as well that were sort of hands down standout players, and we know fine rightly from even the history the guys that have come from sort of this tournament from different teams that have then moved on to either the NHL. Uh, there are guys now in the show who have played in Belfast as part of the Friendship Four. Yeah. Um, and let alone the people that have, or the guys that have ended up coming over to the Elite League to play. Um, you can't look too much further than Dorsey Murphy uh, mm-hmm. for that. Um so yeah uh, there there was a, a massive amount of talent on show uh, during that tournament We'll leave the friendship for there, um, and we move on very quickly just to mention um, we all are aware that the Nottingham Panthers are uh, were successful um, earlier um, in the year of getting through to the super final of the Continental Cup. Um, this last week, it's been announced that the super final of the Continental Cup will be taking part or will be taking place, sorry, in uh, Denmark. The Danish club, whose name consists of a pile of letters that I don't know how you pronounce them when they're laid out in that order. Uh, Something around the lines of Sir Dernzisk with a capital E at the end. Uh, No idea. Um, But that'll take place in January. Uh, Nottingham, of course, are the only elite league team to have lifted the tea tree of the Continental Cup. So they will be uh, looking to be the first... uh, elite league team to lift it for a second time uh, when they go through and they'll also be looking to secure that spot in the champions hockey league that comes with winning that tournament Uh, guys can't say that we wish you well but uh, have fun out there and if you're traveling then have a have a good time out there i'm sure the beer will not be as expensive as you think it will be out there it will be
0: (laughs) have fun but watch out for the beers. Have, have fun and uh,
1: think about remortgaging your house before you go. That ah. would be my advice. Aaron, um, a couple of things just to put up here in oh. the penalty box. Um, I don't know if you've I had keep a forgetting that
0: we've put the penalty box in the periods now. Yep.
1: So. Um, the penalty boxes are now built into the period, so as we look through the domestic stuff here in period one or the international stuff in period two, uh, or even occasionally, uh, like this time around, um, like we get stuff in uh, period three, um, we like to have a look at some of the sort of major bands, hits, that sort of thing that's kind of happened in the last couple of weeks uh, across these leagues. Um, Dops seem to have gone back to sleep again in the Elite League, uh, with the exception of um, this one from a couple of weeks ago, when um, the Belfast Giants were playing the Cardiff Devils over in Cardiff. Um, now, this one this one went a little bit viral. Uh, Devils uh, player Sean Bentivoglio was banned for one game for high-sticking. Aaron, I don't know if you've had a chance to see this or not, um, mm. I know that me and Dave had a chat about this one at the Friendship 4 games. Um, one game for this hit on Reddix. Now, I, I call it a hit. The high stick. That's an attack? He Yeah. <laughs> it's the manner in which he swings the stick. He swings it back. It rides up and it catches Liam Reddix in the face. Liam Reddix left the game with an injury. For that to be one game, I think deserved a little bit more Has he outcry? history? Um no, from what I understand this season anyway. Um, his name does uh, sort of ring a bell for bands maybe in the last couple of seasons yeah. over in Cardiff. But um, this season I believe he's he's not a a repeat offender uh, is the way that they would. Uh, That's define often
0: underneath it. the underneath the mask, as well. But it's it?
1: it's a shocking, it's a shocking indictment on. Player safety when a guy can take a backswing, and I fully understand that it's a one handed backswing, it's not a two handed um, poke into Reddick's face. But you are responsible for the manner in which your stick behaves on the ice if you're holding on to it. To me, that warrants a much bigger ban. Oh, he wasn't even going for the puck or anything. It didn't, well, it doesn't to me look like he was going for the puck. He was clearly
0: knowing what he was at, what he was. There was intent there. Yeah, there, well,
1: that's the biggest thing. There's clearly no intent to go for the puck. He's clearly going for the player. He's looking to break up the play, and <laughs> he goes for the face. He does. I mean, one one game for that, um, I think, is absolutely awful. Let alone the fact that on the ice it was only called as a two plus two, two minute minor plus two for blood. Um, to me, is shocking no. from uh, the stripes as well on that. So if many, someone if many... someone has hit been hit in the face with a stick, with enough force to for draw blood. blood, then surely you need to be looking at more than a two-minute minor. Totally. Um, but I
0: think this is... Many games bounded, uh, would you think?
1: For me, that's at least a three-game ban. Three-game ban, I think I might still have been a little upset and said it wasn't enough, but mm. it, it would have been the minimum that I was willing to accept. One game seems like too much of a slap on the wrist. Yeah, later. Uh, for something like that. Um, what did
0: Dave think when you were talking about it?
1: Dave absolutely agreed. Um, don't thought it was absolutely terrible piece of play and a terrible piece of decision making from Dops. Uh, it was awful.
0: The it's... reason why Dops keeps falling asleep is the amount of effort they do making these videos.
1: Like well, I'd... I have to be honest, Dops Dops don't put the effort into <coughs> making these videos. the The Dops panel that is out there, we know it's the same panel that um does the officiating on some other leagues. Um, Champions Hockey League, for example, it's the the same panel of uh, referees, former players, whoever it is who's yep. in this mysterious group called Department <laughs> of Player Safety. Um, the decision videos are produced by um, the Elite League and by Luke in the Elite League. All right. Sometimes you get the impression that Luke maybe doesn't have a whole pile sitting on his desk from the league chairman to do, and spends a lot of time making these videos. They're they're well produced. They they're, might they they're might well close well up produced. Slow down, slow well downs. produced. Yeah, there's a lot of digital zoom. you just imagine it'd be like 24, like Jack Bauer telling Chloe, zoom in, enhance Chloe." Yes. It's like that's they should just input that sort of soundbite from Kiefer Sutherland, uh, yeah. or ask him to guest on the videos. I'm, he's not doing much work these days. I think he's just touring with his little country music band or something. That's about it. I'm sure he would uh, jump on the mic for uh, for Luke in the Elite League. Speaking of dops and perhaps a lack of, um, maybe a lack of decisions coming in, um, this one here caused a little bit of conversation in the last week or so. Um, so this weekend the Sheffield Steelers and the Nottingham Panthers met in uh, Nottingham and after the buzzer uh, during a play, there was an offside play, uh, the Steelers came in offside into the um, Panthers zone and And um, Sheffield's um, DeLuca took a shot at the netminder after the whistle. Okay. This then caused a reaction from um, Danny Fick of the Panthers, who put a two-handed slash across DeLuca's hand. Now, subsequently, it's turned out that DeLuca is going to be out long-term with uh, what looks to be a fairly severe hand injury. I was going to say, that's... And if you listen to any other sort of elite league podcasts, um, sort of namely looking at the the likes of the Cats Whiskers mm-hmm. um, or uh, even AVFTB that came up this week in AVFTB, everyone around the league expected some kind of ban from DOPS to come from this. Yep. Whether it would be an in-combination ban for maybe one game for DeLuca for... Um, On sportsmanlike conduct for taking the shot after the whistle but absolutely Fick should have been banned now we know that he's not going to be banned because Nottingham played yesterday and a decision has to be made before the team goes out for its next game so Fick was on the game sheet he played yesterday clearly he will not be banned for this this absolutely stinks of dops going into hibernation for the winter Um, it's an awful play It's a terrible, terrible piece of um, poor decision-making from the Elite League, um, and I I absolutely cannot agree with it. Um, So, Aaron's sitting watching the the video here now. You can see the the slash that comes in. You can see De Luca go down, hold his hands. I mean, I've got to say, fair play to him. While he might have a fairly severe injury in his left hand from that play, he does swing with the Um, right He wasn't wasn't going down. He wasn't pleased about it. No. from all intent, I can kind of gather this was a fairly te- tasty affair between the Panthers and Steelers. Uh, it always seems to be, regardless of whether they face each other 15,000 times a season mm-hmm. uh, or not. But um, yeah, this this absolutely stinks of a, a complete non-decision and a, a lack of um, a proper decision coming from Dops on this one.
0: That's insane that it just goes on without... With- the mod, did they talk about it at all, and just don't put anything out, or no. we don't, no, we don't know that this was even brought up to Dops.
1: No, um, I would imagine there would have been some kind of statement. Um, I find it incredible to think that the Steelers wouldn't have cited this, mm. having known that potentially Fick wasn't going to be looked at by Dops. Yes, I find that incredibly hard to believe, and I also find it very hard to believe that if they had put it forward and Dops decided not to Pursue any action against them, the Steelers' PR machine would have gone into absolute overdrive about so this. Why it,
0: so, why is there silence on this?
1: It seems to be a very unusual one. That all the chat is coming from fans, uh, and this is the thing even the Cat's Whiskers, the, the Nottingham Panthers fan podcast, yeah, they now they had a back and forward whether it was, whether it wasn't a ban, uh, whether DeLuca deserved it for taking the shot after the whistle, uh, was all there the rest a final of it. that they came up with, no, not really. Okay. Um it's uh, kind of equal ends sort of both sides. They they had a good back and forward about it. Um it's well worth listening to um if you are in any way sort of inclined to listen to Nottingham Panthers fans <laughs> prattle on about the Nottingham Panthers. Um I occasionally drop in and out whenever I think there's something interesting has happened um, like such as as this. Um but yeah, I think the biggest the biggest losers in this one are are dops uh, again. It seems like a a big non-action and they've uh, they've dropped the ball on this one a lot of inconsistencies yep um Aaron anything else for period one before we move on to period two no I have
0: nothing else we are
1: Marty Marty. no they seem to be happy well with that then we will move on to period two
0: Okay, welcome to period two. Um, where Dave, got- you're
1: sounding well. <laughs> sounding very well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we've got uh, international hockey, so that's just hockey from anywhere that's not here. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> P- pretty much. We've got a couple of stories, um, all from yourself, John, because I've got, out of all of the stories that we're talking about today, I have one. So I, do, so
1: I love but, that you, you put in as many stories as um, Dave and Marty yeah, did.
0: they actually put stories in. So Mar- Mar- Marty's not them. even in this
1: country. And I made this point on our uh, group chat that Marty's Marty's in a different country and he put a story in.
0: He did, he did. Well, let's face it. If you didn't put in any stories, it would have been a, hi, welcome to Door 14.
1: Yeah, I mean, you'd be, you'd be halfway up the road by now. I'd like, be, probably I'd be in be, bed. I'd
0: be away home. Exactly. I'd be away home. Um, so... Reading through some of these stories, we are really living up to the um, what what was the uh, comparison to our pod our podcast?
1: Oh, the loose women of hockey. The loose women. Of- oh, we are we are I definitely the loose women of Looking hockey. Looking
0: through the stories that we've got to talk about in the next two periods, it's totally <laughs> it's totally the loose, loose women yep. of hockey. Let's talk about something serious first, though. Yep. And let's talk about Bill Peters.
1: Yeah, so uh, this is the the news that the now former uh, head coach of the Calgary Flames, Bill Peters, um, was being investigated for um, some potential uh, racial slurs, which had been used uh, somewhere around a a decade ago towards a a player. Um, The Flames launched uh, an investigation, and through the middle of this investigation, Uh, Bill has decided to step down as head coach. Um, The comments were made a decade ago. Yeah, so uh, this has all sort of come out. And this is all... I don't want to say it's linked to it because it's not, but this is very... um, Similar to what we were talking about last podcast. Yeah, it it seems to be pushed on by the the removal in Toronto um, of their former head coach uh, for... Not the same reasons at all, um, but the fact that history is coming back to to bite some of these old coaches again. Um, Now, with this one, Bill Peters has been specifically um, alleged to have directed um, some racial slurs or epithets at uh, former player Akeem Alou uh, during his time in the AHL with the Rockford Icehogs. so this is obviously going back to before Bill's time in the NHL um, and Akima Liu has since uh, come forward with these allegations. And it seems to be part of uh, a real movement within hockey to say that these old behaviours that maybe back in the day were more accepted than they should have been. Because mm. let's, let's be completely clear... These are not acceptable, no matter if it happened yesterday, today, or it happened 30 years ago, 40 years ago. This whole idea of holding people up to, oh, well, he's a product of the 60s or 70s or this generation, that doesn't really wash with me, and it never has washed with me. You're responsible for your actions, regardless of when it was. Um, And this one especially... The use of racial slurs, the use of racial language towards anyone has never been right. It's never been correct. And I think it's only right that this gets called out. Um, This is then linked to the fact that... um,
0: I do have a... I do... I'm completely with you, by the way. None of this would uh, ever right. Do you think that there is a chance that people grow? This is 10 years, a decade ago that people change?
1: I think people can change, but I, th- I think people still need to be held responsible for their actions, regardless of how long ago it was. Uh, you can turn around and say, it, yes, it was wrong of me, but does that absolve you of what you did? Mm-hmm. Realistically, I don't think it does. My other issue I have sometimes is if they come forward and accept that, oh yeah, I did that 10 years ago. Did they do it nine years ago? Eight years ago? Seven Five. Did they do it last week? But they just yeah. haven't been caught for it or called, called, called out for it. For it. Yep. Um, if they'd been called out for this 10 years ago, would they be in the position that they're in? And let's be honest, there are 31 head coaches in the NHL. That's a privilege, not a right mm-hmm. to be in that position. And if you're that kind of person, then yeah, perhaps right that's out. not the person that these these teams and that league want to have in place. This is then linked to the fact that very quickly after um, the... Um, resignation of Bill Peters from the, the Flames head coaching job, the NHL uh, Commissioner and Deputy Commissioner Gary Bettman and Bill Daly put out a statement through the NHL Public Relations um, Twitter page um, and it says, and I'm, I'm just going to read it out uh, for everyone, it said, we are pleased to have met with Hakeem Alou today and had a productive and candid conversation. Today's discussion is part of a broader, thorough review and process that the league is undertaking. We share a mutual objective, ensuring that hockey is an open and inclusive sport at all levels. The league will have no further comment until the Board of Governors uh, meet next Monday and Tuesday. That's obviously been this week. Um, I'm I'm not aware of any uh, other statements or um, concerns coming out from that. Whilst I accept that the NHL had to say something, Mm. the fact that they had to wait for the situation to come out to say... Oh, we're, we're now meeting with Akeem Alou and I, I, I don't doubt that there are other people out there who have had to deal with other stuff from yeah. coaches or people in positions of power. The players are very often at the whim of these people in in the power to let them have their dream or absolutely crush it. The prime example, and we've seen it uh, and we know of it uh, here in Belfast, not through the Giants or anything, but we everyone knows the story of Theo Fleury. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that f- that guy went through um, coming up through juniors that he's since revealed through his books. Um, this is obviously still prevalent. Yep. Um, now, it's a very different situation that Theo went through. It's. I don't like to compare them because it's like comparing apples and oranges. You, you can't compare them. They're two very different things. Um, but these people in power having this sort of complex that they are bigger, badder and better than everyone else under them, I think is now going to be something that is not going to move forward. That's something that's been brought up through the the new sort of culture that there is in the Toronto Maple Leafs, for example. Um, everyone used to say that the under the former head coach, the locker room was not somewhere that you wanted to be. Um, training was um, a chore. Now all the stories coming out that since Sheldon Keefe has taken over, it's more of a um, a team atmosphere. There's a there's a happiness amongst the team. They're playing music in the locker room, and it's because Adam Keith or <laughs> Adam Keefe, because <laughs> Sheldon <laughs> Keefe gets it yep. and understands how to get a team together and understands how to be a modern coach. And I think that's something that's gonna we're gonna see come a lot more uh, through. It's a natural progression that happens anyway. Mm-hmm. You newer, younger coaches come into the game anyway but this has maybe been precipitated yeah, by yeah. some of these bigger stories coming through and these big old characters who were maybe flawed in their own way yeah. are leaving the game or being forced out of the game. It's
0: not even just within the teams itself. It's also to do with the fans. We hear a lot of times maybe not so much in hockey but in football racial slurs being fired at the, towards players and if they're seeing that kind of stuff from the general managers and things like that, that's, that's not... That's like it. it. We,
1: we talk quite a lot about the players being in this position where people are looking up to them. Yep. Be in no doubt the, the backroom staff, the coaches, the trainers, they're all in that position. Yep. Um, you look at um, Adam Keefe here in Belfast. He is held up on a pedestal here in Belfast. Um, I, I don't imagine anything's ever going to come out but you can imagine what the fan base would do if something was to come out about Adam. They would be absolutely crushed, and rightly so. Yep. Um, again, I don't, I don't imagine so. anything's ever going to happen. <laughs> no. no, that's not uh, uh, to say anything will do, but uh, yeah, that's they, they, that's they, what's happening they in there. They
0: set an example, and um, if they're doing it, then the fans it can feed into the fans, and I yeah. think it's fine. They should, as you say, hell on a pedestal, set an example for everyone else. Absolutely. Not cool, not, not cool. cool. Um, right, well, let's bring it down a little bit to something a bit simpler, John. What was your What was your biggest ever like? Uh, I wouldn't say promotion, but what was your your biggest present that you've ever gotten in work?
1: In work, probably a half day off. Maybe. A half day off. You maybe got a, maybe a, a whole I have, half. Day. I, I was told to go home early. Maybe just just because you've done a good job. Uh, I think the boss just wanted me out of the way. So I was going to say, I don't know if that's a, that, that's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a gift or a... That was a, That was a gift for them. No,
0: yes, yes. Well, how would you uh, like a snowm- snowmobile instead?
1: I Yeah, if it ever snowed, it'd be great.
0: If it ever snowed. So that was exactly what happened uh, for Sabre's equipment manager, Zach Bo-bo-san? That word. Zach Boasin. <laughs> he did, did you hear what I said there? Or did you just get I just, Bogosian? Uh, Bogosian, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, you get, for his 2000s game, he uh, was pro- uh, gifted a snowmobile.
1: It's amazing. Um, we've had we've a few seen, of these now. We've seen this a couple of times, so we saw another equipment manager was given a, a fishing boat. Um yep. I think, was it last season? Um, this one is absolutely brilliant. This is gonna definitely get him ready for those uh, cold winters up there in Buffalo. Um, but this guy's been the um, assistant equipment manager with the Sabers for over two decades, two thousand wow. games.
0: Yeah. Like
1: that's longer in the show. I can just anyone. the fact that it was two thousand games. Yeah, I mean that's that's a long time yeah. serving that team. So no, he absolutely. Um, deserves that my favorite part is um, the guy who brought it out to him on the ice have you seen this video so um assistant um equipment manager um or whoever sorry whoever it was that brought it out was wearing um, a buffalo Bill's helmet <laughs> and sandals like sliders to ride this thing out onto the ice like it's absolutely hilarious. Um, so Zach Bogosian um, drove it out after practice. It's hilarious. Love it. Um, no obviously, of... obviously, it's the same city, but like, yes, it kind of got the wrong sport there. What maybe, the previous... maybe he needed the full helmet just for safety.
0: Was it? Ju- was it just as the uh, fishing boat we saw previously? Was there not
1: any others we've seen? We've seen other gifts, so things like thousandth game. We saw yeah, Kessel the, getting the, his the, uh, the, silver, the silver
0: stick. Hmm. I wonder what the Giants would do for someone here mm-hmm free Bougian free Bougian get on the they, other they, end they the all
1: f- chip in and get like a Bougian with like double meat that's, double meat double meat Bougian that's that's what you're looking at
0: cool right let's move on to the, the next one this is actually the type of goal that I would like to score you you have a comment about this one and I, I I think it's a fair one so this is about uh Sharks Prospect is that another Zach uh, Gallant scores a ridiculous goal while he's on the seat of his pants. Basically, he trips while he's on his butt. He still manages to score a goal.
1: Yeah, he does. Um, so Zach Gallant goes in on goal. Um, interesting. Want to point out plays for the Peterborough Peats. Can you remember who else plays for the Peterborough Peats? No, no <laughs> British talent. Liam Kirk. Oh, uh, plays for the Peterborough Peats. Um, so, uh, during the game, uh, Gallant goes in on goal. Um, whether or not he falls over uh, or is pulled down whatever happens there he's basically sliding from the circles um, in on goal on his backside somehow manages to control the puck <laughs> and amazing. gets it round the goalie into the goal now my take on this yes. <laughs> is whilst it looks amazing it kind of shines a very poor light on this netminder to allow that goal is pretty shocking it's not it's it's a, as you say, it looks really
0: good. The The fact that he can control the puck, get it around, get it past the goalie. But, yeah, it's a bad reflection on the goalie.
1: It's, it's, so, it's such a If anyone can pur-
0: s- score a goal while they're on their ass, sliding towards you, do you need to beep that ass? Beep, beep.
1: No, nah, um, we'll, we'll not beep it. <laughs> Marty, Marty can complain if he wants to. Marty, if you're listening on the plane over and you've got a complaint, get on the Wi-Fi and send us a message about yeah. it
0: so while you're sliding on your butt towards a goal and you're still still managing to score that's some going
1: yeah it is Um, all I can say is he might not get drafted for that goal but that goalie definitely isn't getting drafted for that goal
0: (laughs) no definitely not Um, okay well I think that brings us to the end of period two it does and of course there's no penalty box there um, because it's just just international hockey we haven't seen anything to be put into it Um, so let's move on to period three
1: Period three of hockey. I'm back on home turf. Yay! You know what you're doing. You, fu- you sign more comfortable. I, I do. This is, this is my world here. Um, period three is our general knocking, knocking news. It's so weird with just two voices saying that. Just, just
0: copy and paste the tracks two more times
1: put a bit of reverb on there yeah it'd be nice and sexy
0: Britney Spears
1: sexy reverb yeah (laughs) auto-tune it and everything yeah um knocky news uh for anyone who hasn't listened before is where we um basically anything that we haven't covered in the the local uh coverage or international coverage that we we think needs a, a little bit of extra mention but tends to be on the more fun side or more of an opinion side uh if you like rather than just reporting on the news. A bit um, more of
0: a fun side. Someone scoring a goal on their butt is not a bit of a fu- a bit of fun. Yeah,
1: people. but the rest of it's all very <laughs> opinion-y and fun. Um, plus, this is the period where we see you guys do some work. So, Aaron put a story in here. Dave put a story in here. And Marty put a story in here. Yeah, every, um, every
0: story so far has been brought... By you.
1: It has, yeah. I mean, you can't say I, I didn't put the work in this time around. No, that's because you had to. <laughs> I, yeah, I had to. Um, so, we're going to start off with the story that Marty gave to us. And this was one that went a little bit viral. Um, so, this was the story that Florida Panthers defenseman Keith Yandel um, decided to, in the name of another great hockey podcast, uh, spit chiclets. Um, He took a a puck to the face and lost nine teeth. Now, what makes this more impressive is that he continued to play. Now, he basically skated off, was seen uh, on the video basically spitting teeth out, pulling them out of his own head, um, blood pouring out of his mouth. He went off and went to the back room, got some very quick patchwork repairs done and came back out to finish off the game in the third period. Now, after this... That would be red raw, man. Like, oh, yeah. Can you, oh. But it gets better. So, cue to the next day. Back away, and he goes back to um, Florida and gets um, some emergency dental work that day. So he's numbed up, gets all the emergency work that he needs done. And I've seen since he had a couple more teeth pulled out. He had a four root canals, from what I understand. Uh, all at once, he played that night as well. Whoa! Now, the reason that this is so important is that Keith Yandel, now have I just given? Yeah, Keith Yandel, <laughs> carries on with the the longest Iron Man streak in hockey, which is currently active. For anyone who doesn't know, an Iron Man streak is basically a guy who is playing consecutive games without missing any. Keith Yandel is currently, as of um, the second game against Buffalo Sabres after this was at 821 consecutive games without missing a single game.
0: No wonder he was like, nope, patch me up, get me back out there. This
1: is what this was all about. This is get me back on the ice, I'm not losing the run. Can you imagine playing 820 odd games without a gap and then losing nine of the stones in your mouth? and so then well, come they back lose, out.
0: Did he lose nine in total, or did they lose nine after the puck Sound, to the it face? It sounds
1: like he lost nine at the at that moment, and then had another couple removed, but there's been reports that potentially, now, this guy's been hit in the face with a puck before, and he's lost teeth before, so there may have been uh, a number of veneers right, okay. were lost in the initial puck. Doesn't it, make it like, does, uh, like, any <laughs> easier. Make it the easy. guy was still pouring blood from his mouth. Um, to do that, Take something else.
0: I've had teeth taken out. I'm I'm done for the day, done for the week. I think.
1: <laughs> I am married to a dentist, and that turns me. That absolutely turns me. Um. So, absolute stick tap to the Iron Man of the NHL at the moment, uh, Keith Yandel Congratulations, man! That's... I didn't
0: realize he he was he had that Iron Man title. And yep. you know what? Even just seeing him taking that puck to the face and like just skating off nonchalant, you know, like of course you know blood coming out of his mouth and holding his teeth but it was like oh dear i better go i better go get this sorted
1: yep mom <laughs> you know i'm sure wow. that's what he was like growing up as well
0: yeah absolutely no bother yeah, at all
1: yeah absolute hard probably the hardest man in hockey right now um right so from a story that marty gave us to a story that dave brought us and this is the news that we have some new competition in the podcast I'm okay
0: with this competition.
1: I think we're all okay with this competition. Um, This is a guy that we've already spoken about in this podcast um, very, very quickly. Marty? No, no. If they're coming up with a competition podcast, we know that there's problems. (laughs) Uh... If it's Marty especially, this is maybe he's not away. Maybe he's just recording a new podcast and made us come here to do this one.
0: Tonks and Marty That'd be talk shocking. about hockey.
1: It'd be shocking, wouldn't it? But no, this isn't the competition. The competition that we're going to get is from a former number 14 of the Belfast Giants. Mr. Theron Fleury is about to start off his own podcast. Now, at the minute, the only details that we have is uh, a photo of Theo sitting in front of a mic on yep. his Twitter feed. Um, we don't know if it's going to be a, a hockey podcast, if it's going to be a... Um, he's very into his Canadian politics. I was going to say, because um,
0: reading through some of the tweets, they were like, this better be about politics.
1: Yep. So he, he's very vocal about uh, Canadian politics. Um, so I would imagine it's very, very likely um, to, to be around that. Um, hopefully it's not the the number 14 hockey podcast or the number say, 14 podcast. He's not, not, not going to call
0: it the door 14, is it? No, I hope not.
1: Um, but, Have we uh, that copyrighted? Uh, I'd like to think so, but probably not. Um, <laughs> none of you heard that. <laughs> Nobody rush out and copyright that. Um, so yeah, all we can say is good luck, Theo, um, podcast and it's great crack. Um, and we look forward to seeing what sort of content you're going to put out there.
0: I, I, I definitely
1: am. Something to, to hit subscribe to. Definitely. Um, Aaron, I'm going to come to you quickly for your one because um, <laughs> the I want to save my one for last, if you don't mind. Oh no, that's, um, that's so fun. this <laughs> I love this one. You you caught this one. This was Ov doing just Ov things on the bench during well, the game.
0: It was it was pretty much we've all been there. You've bought something and there's a a sticky label on it, a price label, a warning label, and you're sitting there trying to peel it off Well, it doesn't come off right, and you you get the soap, you get the whatever. Not Ovi. Ovi doesn't get soap out or try to like scratch things off. What did What does he do to get uh, a label off? Brings a, fl- a fl- I can't even talk. A flamethrower, a blowtorch. To his I was going to say
1: let, let's let's be clear about this. It was a blowtorch, not a flamethrower. didn't See, go. It, it it gives out. F- f- fire. He, he didn't go like all Hank Scorpio on it. He didn't like pull. It, he didn't pull out a <laughs> flamethrower on the bench. Oh yeah, it was it's, a blowtorch. Uh, it's a, a little blowtorch that he takes out and. Uh, Sort of, apparently he's burning off a, a sticker from the visor that was in his in his eye line uh, while he was them. playing. That's uh, just maximum movie, isn't it? Imagine being so cool during a game just to go to the equipment manager behind him. Give me that blowtorch. <laughs> it's like as an equipment manager you go. Player just asked me for a blowtorch.
0: Yeah.
1: It's they Ovi Just ask me for a blowtorch. On
0: sticks, don't they? That's, yeah. That's why they have the blowtorch. Yeah. And just in case anyone's wondering why they have blow torches, do
1: you know what Ovi might have just told them? I need a blowtorch torch behind the bench. <laughs> Go. <Exactly. laughs> this, this is the list of things I need in my writer any just game. Just some... in case I want to make, just in case I want to make a creme brulee yeah, or something one day. I s'mores. Yep. <laughs> I love that I went with a creme brulee. You went with s'mores. I don't know if that says more about us or sort of more what my idea of Ovi is. Yeah. Um, if you're that rich, you're you're clearly having a creme brulee, not s'mores. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's absolutely epic. We'll uh, we'll throw the video up for anyone who hasn't seen it. It's it's hilarious.
0: Do you think we can get a blowtorch for door fourteen?
1: I'm sure we could. We might not be allowed in the arena with it though. Well, that, that might be plan that, plan that plan might plan be it. pressing things too much. Um, right, I've saved this one to last um, because it's uh, equal parts brilliant and hilarious from the response that then came. This was the the story that um, Ottawa Senators player <laughs> Mark Borovecki <laughs> Went, um, and this is the way that Bar Down put it, went full superhero and stopped a robbery. Um, he was going through Vancouver, um, obviously, uh, either just after or just before a, a game against the Canucks, uh, I'm not entirely sure. Um, but he witnessed uh, a car being broken into um, and someone stealing a bag out of this car. He clotheslined the suspect, got the bag back. And handed it back and that's then insane. gave all of the information to Vancouver police through the rest of the day.
0: So we've already had an Iron Man yep. in Keith Yandel. You we were saying we've got a Captain America here?
1: Pretty much. Um, Not sure where he's from. I'm not sure if he would say, be a Captain on. America. <laughs> is gonna... he... I mean, he plays for... Oh, will we just call him Captain Canada?
0: Captain Canada. Oh, that, I better not. That's it. Oh, that's, that's ca- yeah. Is there a Captain Canada?
1: I don't know. There might be. There is now. There is now. <laughs> and his name's Bart- Mark Borovecki. Uh, although... Saying that he has been given another name by uh, the Ottawa Senators themselves, uh, Robo Bo- Roboboro um, is the way that they're uh, Robo Cop. Boro Cop, sorry, Boro Cop. <laughs> um, so the Senators took the um, original motion picture trailer for Robo Cop and put Borovecki's head on Robo Cop. It's hilarious. With the title, Your Move Creep.
0: Your Move Creep.
1: It's absolutely brilliant. Um, it's a brilliant case of a lovely bit of PR coming out of a guy doing the right thing. Um, we talked about players wanting or needing to be um, examples yeah. to people. This is exactly it. I am absolutely not telling people to go around clotheslining people uh, or (laughs) to put put themselves in danger if there's someone breaking into a car. Probably the last thing I would do is try to clothesline someone because likelihood is I'd break my arm on on their
0: face. But if they were running away with an old lady's handbag?
1: I'd help the old lady up. I'm not that fast. (laughs) Depends how fast they are as okay, well. Okay.
0: Well, what if you were in the right position, like he was running towards you, and all you had to do was extend your arm.
1: I kind of bundle and go for the knees. <laughs> I think. Just throw I'm, yourself. I'm not... in
0: front of them yeah. I'm
1: He trips just, on you. Yeah Just go full Superman dive across them. Hope that I took their knees out from them. Hopefully, break a bone down there. That they're not going to get up and punch the living daylights out of me. I am not a hockey player. I don't have that physique. Um, the only way I'd be doing this is if I was walking the streets in hockey pads. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the only other way I so do this. Halloween night. Possibly Halloween night is okay. the only time I'd be doing that. But again, I've got to stress. It would probably take my arm off if I tried to do that.
0: So you heard it here first guys. Don't go stealing handbags on Halloween night. Cause John's going to be out there to see you.
1: Yeah. Don't do it in sight of me <laughs> and don't make me run if I'm wearing hockey pads. It's not going to be good for anyone. Right, um, we do have one quick penalty box um, thing for this, and uh, this was um, posted up to us by Joe. Um, This is a a Twitter video which has come from a mum on Twitter over in uh, North America. Um, Kids hockey, um, famously, we've seen some issues coming through, sort of kids and sort of peewee hockey, junior hockey. Um, One of the biggest things is at a certain age, the game is played as non contact. Um and Megan uh, Johnkins put a video of her son being boarded uh on Twitter and it's an awful hit in any league it's straight through the numbers, the kid is injured on the play and appears to have been concussed Whoa. as part of it the biggest thing that's come of it is the conversation of if this is a non-contact sport at this age who's taught this kid to check Who's taught mm. the, the other kid that check-in is part of that game? And if they're going to teach do them how to check... they need to, to be check, taught if it's...
0: With essentially it being ice they, they hockey, should, they, they watch it on the TV, they see the checks?
1: They do. They, they see that it's a contact sport when they get to the seniors, but is there... Has there been enough of a conversation had here, or is this uh, another indication of a violent sport begets violence? Hmm. Uh, this is the the issue that's coming up from this um, and it's it's come through quite a lot. The reason that I've brought it up is very interesting one is um, Dan Carcillo, a former player who f- um, famously struggles uh, and has struggled with the repercussions of um, head injuries and concussions as part of the game, Okay. got in touch and um, there's been a, a back and forward with uh, Megan about sort of support after sports head injuries and that sort of thing. So that was pretty cool that very, very quickly after sort of this went online, Dan was straight on there. Dan has been a huge part of this sort of modern social media move to make people aware of um sort of head injury issues relating to um sportsmen yep. uh, and sportswomen. Um and I thought that was pretty cool that he straight away jumped onto that and made contact. Um, but again, I make the point, and um, I don't know what sort of your opinion is. You've probably seen the hit there for the first time. I actually
0: my my Twitter on my iPad is broken. It's not. Um, it's not. So
1: I'll I'll show you now. It's to me, it's an absolutely Ooh. awful awful hit. Um, the kid. <sighs> The kid. It who, is not
0: it. The very first time, uh, I was a bit confused because it looked like the kid just maybe wasn't that great of a skater and couldn't stop in time. But no, there's there's definitely there's a, intent. There's intent. There's there.
1: intent in that hit, and that's the what worst. Age of those kids? Um, I'm not sure what age those kids are. Um, but they're definitely in a, a no contact yeah, age. That's, that's young. Age young. bracket. Um, and an interesting part of this is that um, apparently the the kid who laid the check was initially gonna serve a, a two game suspension. Mm-hmm. That was then overturned. Over, okay. So that kid sees no repercussions for that play, but the kid who took the hit is, is having to deal is having to deal with the issues around concussion. Yeah, especially yeah. at a young age. Last thing you want is a kid at that age already starting down that road of head injuries and concussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a cumulative issue. That the damage that's done is never going away. That's that's gonna stay there.
0: I suppose they're looking at all the per- like the the ki- the kid that done the check oh he didn't mean it or whatever it might be but again you're just taking away from the child a learning uh, yeah. opportunity from that that's yeah, it's yeah. true okay i
1: don't know it's it's an interesting one guys we're we'll throw up this um this video we'll throw up Megan's tweet uh on the web page as well have a look at the video see what you think for yourself and uh, get in touch with us if uh, you've got games any opinions is, is
0: that bad at all i don't see why that would have been overturned Two games, <laughs> it's, it's it's obviously for a kid of that age... Sorry, I'm going back to it. <laughs> um, a kid of that age is obviously super passionate about the game and two games is devastating for them. But they'll be gone fairly quickly back in the game, but they'll remember the lesson. Yeah, It's not like it was a 10-game ban or something like that, which is would be
1: overkill. You would imagine. Uh, but anyway, there we go. Um, well, with that, Aaron, if... Uh, do you have anything else to add on no, to knocky News?
0: I'm okay. I think we've done well in Gnocchi News there.
1: Okay. Uh, with that then, we are going to move on to our star segment. Our star segment is where we get to talk all about um, different sort of plays, players, um, games, basically anything that the four of us and you, the fans, have decided needs a, a bit of a, a special mention. Uh, and as you all know, we are running it as a bit of a competition this year. Uh, we want you guys to get involved with this as well. Uh, What I'm going to do is I'm going to quickly rattle down the results from last time around. So rattling very quickly through the nominees from last time we had Marty who nominated Sheldon Keefe, Dave nominated Marc-Andre Fleury, I nominated the cute 10-year-old Cal Scott and Aaron you went with Our very own Adam Keefe here in Belfast. You have a a very big smile on your face, and I I I, might have peaked. I might have peaked. (laughs) I'm about to announce why you've got a big smile on your face. So, in reverse order, tied in third place with 12% of the vote was Dave and myself uh, with Marc Andre Fleury and Cal Scott. In second place with 35% of the vote was marty with sheldon keith the new toronto maple leafs like, head coach what did he do
0: that week you know nothing nothing huge it's
1: not like he was the first uh maple leafs coach to win his first three games on the trot or anything no no
0: no nothing, nothing massive
1: but that said the final result was that the winner with 41 percent of the vote was aaron Yoo-hoo. it was you with adam Keefe. Aaron you're officially off the bottom of the table you you leave me in the
0: dust doesn't, at the bottom of the table it doesn't matter that I'm off the points off zero points it does totally matter that I'm <laughs> <laughs> the main thing was the whole point was so that uh, Alan could go to his mom and dad and said I've got um, star star segment of the week for door 14. don't worry about Sheldon
1: that's it exactly he is he can put that proudly on his Twitter page I'm <laughs> yes. sure I'm sure he can't wait. <laughs> Um, right so this time around um, Marty how many points obviously, have you got uh, how many points have I got what, is your name Mark for some reason
0: I just thought just, it's yeah just, it the like star a running, segment's going about steam. the star
1: segment's going about as what, well what as the, the national Printers
0: though? what are the actual points though uh,
1: at the moment you're on one. well I'm on zero points uh, you are on one point you know? yeah. uh, the fans are on two points mm-hmm. Dave is on two points and Marty sits in the lead on three points okay So that's the way that we sit currently. Um, So yeah, the the Stars competition is going as well as the Nashville Predator season and uh, my fantasy team. Thanks very much, Mark. Um, This time around then, as far as nominations go, Marty is the scratch this time around. Uh he is obviously aware.
0: So they don't they don't get the nominate anyway.
1: Well, this is the thing, and Dave, we did mention this before that if you're not here, you don't get to nominate. He did put something down in the run order, but unfortunately, Dave, you will not be taking part this time around. Um you Snooze you lose. Snooze you lose, absolutely. We do for the first time in a couple of podcasts though, have a fan nomination. Uh, And it is a cracking fan nomination. (laughs) Uh, I
0: think we might have... um, You're saying that Marty's in the the lead with three?
1: I think they're about to be joined. I think he's about to be joined. Um, So, our fan nomination this time around comes from Joe. Uh, Anyone from Belfast knows Joe as the drummer up in Boomerang Corner. Um, Joe shared with us the the video of uh, a Sharks youth development player uh, not only scoring a, a very nice shootout goal... But the main reason he's been nominated is the Moonwalk. The Moonwalk, it's Sally. it's amazing. It's great. It is good. I um, mean, it's
0: not even that he does the Moonwalk. He put proper the head down with the, oh, on the down, hand. Oh, head down,
1: hand there. You just imagine if he'd had one black glove and one white glove. Oh, it yeah. just would have looked the absolute part. Um, so yeah, 100%. I'm totally going to
0: tell you to vote for mine in a little minute. But I might be voting for Jeff
1: <laughs> So there you go. Um... <laughs> Aaron, yours and my nominations kind of follow a similar vein this time you've, around. You've
0: gone for the, the, the big picture and what it really should be, to be fair. <laughs> um, where I've just gone for a single team. You
1: have, yeah. So uh, this time around, I'm, I'm going to give mine first and of then course. I'll throw it over to you. So um, this time around, I've gone, my star goes to the Friendship Four itself. The, the The tournament, the tournament organizers itself. It is an absolute stalwart now of the hockey calendar especially here in Belfast, but we know it's a, a major constituent part of the NCAA program now in North America. That's enormous and its importance cannot be understated. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, my nomination this time around is The Friendship Four. Your nomination and why? So
0: I completely get that The Friendship Four is an absolutely amazing nomination because it should be. as For all the reasons you said, my nomination is actually... The Northeastern Huskies, the the winners of the Friendship Four, they done an absolute cracking job. Now I I didn't even watch the games, but reading the reports, all the reports about those guys was absolutely insane. Um, I think they winning it and they won it well. Um, yep. They deserve this. So what? Not only um, do they get a tr- there's, there's a trophy for the Friendship Four. There's like, the bell pot, the bell. The bell pot. Okay, so right beside the bell pot, they can put a little post it note saying that they got the, the door 14 star segment as well. I think that's they got the know.
1: nomination. Let's not jump the gun. now. they haven't won. They, they got the nomination. Won, but
0: imagine, imagine coming off from that high from coming back from Belfast,
1: getting the bell pot. They too could have a photograph from Twitter of the tiny little trophy that we got at yeah, the start of the season, right probably. next to the bell pot that they have for the next few months yep absolutely so there you go guys so just to rattle very quickly through the nominations again we will start the uh, Twitter poll in the next day or so Um, your three nominations this time around sorry Dave are um, the fans with the Sharks Youth Development Players Moonwalk Sally definitely watch that video yep definitely do before you vote watch the video watch the video
0: can you put the link to the vote or to the video in the vote
1: Mm, no but it'll be on the website go find it Go look at it on the website. Not um, that I'm...
0: T- uh, of your course, you're don't, totally going to vote for me. That's a very, <laughs> very good video
1: to watch. <laughs> it is. Um, my nomination, then, is the Friendship Four, and Aaron's nomination is the Northeastern Huskies. With that, then, we move very quickly on to overtime. Aaron, we are rattling through this latter half of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time around, it was, it was my responsibility to look at overtime. Uh, overtime is if I'm completely honest, it's where the rest of us all completely rely on Marty to come up with something that is worth talking about. (laughs) This time around though, I've um, looked at the fact that on Saturday this weekend, um, the Belfast Giants will be hosting their annual Teddy Toss. Um, And what better way to prepare uh, than having a look at sort of where does it best around the world. And This is something that comes from North America. It's a a tradition of uh, when the home team scores their first goal, uh, the fans are asked to bring in teddy bears in uh, plastic bags or uh, sometimes not even in plastic bags, but to throw them onto the ice. It's one of the few times you're encouraged to throw something on the ice. Um, The bears are usually then collected and handed out to children's hospitals or children's charities to be handed out at Christmas time. Just in time. Just in time. So, um, taking a look around uh, the world at a couple of places where they they do this, I had to pull out a couple of examples uh, to show everyone sort of wh- how this sort of has taken on a, a whole image onto itself. And I want to start with the Edmonton Oil Kings, because they have gone all out with it this time. Uh, so this year, um, they hosted their annual teddy toss but they went all in and went with special uniforms so there they went all in it wasn't yep full uniforms this wasn't just a jersey not just a jersey we we like jerseys but they went full uniforms this was the jerseys um the um the socks the gloves everything was all linked into this overall look including the goalie's pads which were done specially for this one-off game. uh, And I believe they were to be auctioned off afterwards. Um, But they dressed up like teddy bears and dungarees. I
0: see that. Which is
1: absolutely brilliant.
0: I'm zooming in the picture here because on the the back of the the jerseys, there is a teddy bear tail. Yep. And I'm trying to figure out, is it actually... A tail, or is it printed onto the uh, jersey? It's printed it's, on. It's
1: printed on. I can't imagine they'd be allowed to have a fluffy tail sticking out of their backside. It would be so funny, though. It would be. Um, it would kind of almost turn it into, like, tag hockey yeah. as well. Like, if you pull your tail off, you have to give them the puck. Yeah. Or something. Um, but the uniforms are absolutely brilliant. The, the goalie pads alone are well worth having a look at. Um, there's a couple of really good photos out there of these goalie pads. They're all done up, like... Um, like a, a teddy bear's sort of hairy legs. um, They're absolutely hilarious. The, I have to say, though, the only thing that they did remind me of, maybe aside from a teddy bear, they look like gritty's unshaved legs. Unshaved legs? does gritty Well, I mean, I've never legs? seen gritty that, shaved. That, that, of... <laughs> oh, just That's a whole different image, isn't how, it? How, how many times do you think about gritty shaving? Does I don't I'm... ever want ever again to think about a shaved gritty... That's oh, that's horrendous. It's amazing
0: that your your mind went there, and you say I my about my
1: mind went there. It absolutely did. Um, right. The other thing I want to point out then around this is you can't talk about Teddy Tosses or Air the Bear without looking at the Hershey Bears. The Hershey Bears are hosts are the hosts of probably the most famous Teddy Toss anywhere in the world, and very recently they held. Their annual Teddy Toss and broke the world record for the most number of bears aired during Air the Bear. Um, but last year, mind. yep, last year they broke that record as well. Uh, they hit a total of thirty four thousand seven hundred ninety eight teddy bears uh, and other stuffed animals were thrown onto the ice. This year, I mean, anyone who listens to us, we brought this up last year as well because the video of it from last year. Almost 35,000 teddy bears flying through the air at the same time is quite a sight. This year, it's unbelievable to think of the number that I'm about to say. So bear in mind, it was just under 35,000 last year. This year, 45,500 teddy bears and stuffed animals were thrown onto the ice when they scored their first goal. Some of the videos are Absolutely incredible. The air, you talk about the air being thick with like a smell or smoke. I've never seen the air thick with teddy bears before.
0: And these are like, these are teddy bears of all sizes. We're not talking about like, hey, a small teddy bear that you pick up in a shop and throw it. We're talking about, some of them are... are...
1: Some of them are genuinely enormous and should have had their own seats. Yeah, you'd have to buy a ticket for them. Um, the bit that I love is when you start getting the wide shots of like, especially these massive teddy bears that are maybe coming from the—I don't want to call them the cheap seats—and in right in the the bowels of the arena, but they're bouncing through maybe like two or three different hands before yes. they finally make it to the ice, um, and it's absolutely amazing. Um, you have to say fair play to the opposition as well. Like you're coming into that, you know exactly what to expect. But the fact that they get involved with the, the clear-up and um, helping to collect the bears and everything, fair play to them. It's an unusual thing in sport to have such a, a lengthy delay, especially in hockey. Mm. Um, so to be willing to help out with that is that's, pretty cool. That's a charity thing. Yeah, like, it, it's pretty cool. So that said, we just want to remind anyone who is going to Belfast, and we know that there, there are these events are taking place throughout the rest of the Elite League and in other leagues as well. Um, the Teddy Tosses or Air the Bear, whatever your team happens to call it, it's for a fantastic cause. It's for kids who um, maybe are having to spend time in hospital um, over the Christmas and holiday period. It's for kids uh, whose parents maybe can't afford to get them um, All these uh, amazing things that a lot of uh, kids get these days for Christmas. Everything that is thrown onto the ice at these games goes to a fantastic cause. I have my teddy bear ready for Saturday night here in Belfast. I know that Dave has his teddy bear ready for Saturday night as well. Um, Guys, if you can and if you are able, definitely throw something. Get something, get a teddy bear, get it ready. For the Teddy Toss uh, during your team's games. And if you're here in Belfast, just remember, it's this Saturday uh, against the Sheffield Steelers. When that first goal goes in from the Belfast Giants, Has to be from the Giants? Has to be from the Giants. Has to be from the Giants. When that first goal goes in from the Belfast Giants on Saturday night, get those Teddy Bears onto the ice.
0: Do you know know how many Teddies were thrown last year?
1: In Belfast, no I don't. Okay. I don't it was a fair number. It it was a good number. Um, wasn't in the forty five thousands. No. Probably close. <laughs> yeah, probably close. Prob- yeah, yeah. probably really close. I mean we're probably right what? up there. Yeah, yeah. Right up it. there with the Hershey Bears. Yeah, 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 definitely. With that then, um we are very nearly at the end of the podcast. We are we're starting to chill um, out now. We're starting relax. to relax. We're starting to we're getting ready for bed, everyone. And it's Not not together, there's only the two of us Not together, there's only two of us in this house Um, Aaron is going to go home later To his his lovely wife and his lovely child Um, I'm going to stay here alone And go to bed by myself
0: No, you're going to do some editing
1: Uh, That's very true, I'm probably (laughs) not going to bed Um, But for the rest of you out there If you're listening, now obviously if you're listening in the car Don't get yourselves ready to go to sleep Um, But we are getting ready to have Our bedtime story
0: So as John said, I go home and I I, I put my son to sl- uh, put my son to sleep. God, my <laughs> <laughs> son's <laughs> a bit dark. <laughs> yeah. um, I put my son uh, to bed, and of course, just like with every child, you you've got to read a, a, a good um, a good nighttime story. We've ordered a couple of good ones, with, um, which are coming up for in the for Christmas. Um, we'll talk about off uh, off topic. This is, but it's like the. ABCs and 3CPO. Ooh. Which I'm looking forward to get. Um, I'm sure it's the, the same. Um, I don't think the alphabet changes. <laughs>
1: um, but. I mean, it is a different language in the mm, in Star Wars universe, yeah. so maybe it is.
0: But of course, for this one, I'm going to talk about the ABCs of hockey. John, can you remember what letter we got to last time?
1: Last time, if I remember,
0: we got to E. E. And what did we talk about?
1: We talked I feel about like a equipment. Teacher. What did we talk about? E is for equipment. E was for equipment.
0: And we talked about some really cool uh, hockey masks.
1: We talked about some really cool hockey masks. hockey mask, hockey masks, hoppy. hockey masks. And uh, we asked people potentially what you would draw on an athletic cup if you were going to design one, if you remember. No. Uh, yeah, I think most people tried to block that out of their minds as well. But anyway, oh, we're, well, yes, we did. Sorry. We did. Yeah. Um, the only reason I remember that is I was doing the website stuff earlier, and I was like, "Why did I? Why did I put this on what the website? All oh my god, this ah. is so.
0: I'm so weird." So, uh, of course, after E, we've got the letter F.
1: Fantastic letter.
0: A fan. Oh, fantastic letter. Very good. I fantastic
1: like F stands for Ford
0: oh yeah so it does <laughs> that's why you think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. um so f is for quite a number of words um, words that we're
1: not allowed to use on this podcast Words that
0: we're definitely not going to use and we're never going to even well get to the point where we're going to bleep them out but what do you think f stands for when it comes to ice hockey
1: i'll ask the room shall i yeah so let's quickly go to uh, dave <laughs> And Marty? Okay, that's their guesses. Yep. Um, I thought they would have got this. I, I know, I know. I, I'm, I'm absolutely dumbfounded by their, their awestruck silence. They, silence. they just have no idea. Mm. Um, there's only one that comes to mind for me, if I'm going to guess here. Go for it. Face off? Oh! No. Oh, no! <laughs> I feel immediately dumber <laughs> <laughs> or possibly smarter that I've thought of a second one but I can't think of the one that it actually is well you got face off is a good one okay
0: uh, this oh, of course it includes these guys I was going to say uh, uh, face off includes these pe- these guys forwards yeah ooh okay
1: I got there Yeah. you got there I we, get a gold star we,
0: we know can, two... I, can I have a point for the star competition for that one like, I, I'll give you 15 points, but it's not to do with uh, oh, okay. anything else. I'm still on
1: zero. So okay.
0: it's like, I can give you points, but points mean nothing.
1: Yeah, points on this podcast certainly don't mean prizes. Okay, so can you do you know much about forwards, John? I mean, they're supposed to be the ones who score goals, but Suppose. not that we would know too much about that in Belfast at the no, minute. No, no,
0: no. How many forwards do you think there are?
1: How many forwards? Like, not
0: not totally in the world. I was like, gonna say
1: like this is this is a big number. God, What's the biggest mind? number I can think I of? I
0: would love to be able to figure that. <laughs>
1: out. So like how many forwards are on like a team? Uh, 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 no, uh, when they're when they're on the ice. When they're on the ice, normally there would be three. three. I think. Uh, yeah, and what are So they? your center, your right wing, and your left wing.
0: Perfect. Easy. See. So you're, easy. you're so smart. <laughs> um yeah, I, I brought this up. Got it on, of course, on uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> and uh, in ice hockey a forward is a player uh, a player position on the ice whose primary responsibility is to score and to assist goals as as you rightly said John
1: Can uh, someone make sure that this little segment here is played in the Belfast Giants <laughs> yes. locker room Yeah. Um, so specifically to the forwards
0: apparently apparently one really important part of this is one forward obtains the puck and then the forwards pass it between themselves making it to the goalie, side by side, and then scores a goal.
1: Right, so clearly what's happened here is our defensemen have read this and thought it was for them. That's exactly it. Right, okay.
0: This strategy opens up the net for scoring opportunities.
1: Everyone likes a good scoring opportunity.
0: <laughs> Everyone likes a good scoring opportunity. Um, so, with that, we always talk, I always kind of bring up the likes of because what other positions have we talked about previously? There are other ones. We and talked about defencemen. Defenseman, we did. Well remembered. There's another 15 points, John.
1: Yay!
0: <laughs> um, I thought I would talk about something a bit closer to home and talk about the top four scores for the EHL. Ooh, okay. And this should be an easy one, John. Who is the highest point scorer in the EHL? this season not of all uh, of
1: oh of all time of
0: all, yeah from what I've got of all time to- um now remember there's three three of them there's three positions there there is um I am telling you that you should know this particularly as we should
1: is it Theo
0: it's not actually no maybe I mm, now I'm getting this off elite I prospects I
1: should know this are they currently playing
0: retired very recently
1: Retired very recently. It's got to be Colin Shields, then. Mr. Colin Shields. Um, although I'm trying to look. I don't quick. know why I said Theo Fleury. He only played one season. That was a stupid one. Someone, <laughs> someone is currently screaming at their radio <laughs> or their car or their iPod or something because I said Theo Fleury. I apologize to everyone. Yeah. Like Dave, Dave and Marty would have cast that up to me immediately. <laughs> I'm really sorry, everyone. Of course, it's Colin Shields,
0: Mr. Colin Shields, with total points of six hundred and three. With games played, uh five hundred and fifty-nine. Then we have Ashley Tate with five hundred and old Ash, yeah. Five hundred and seventy-three with uh quite a quite a bit more than Colin. Six hundred and thirty-three uh games. And then I'll just do the number three, uh David Clark, uh five hundred and seventy-two. So just missing out that second, second spot second by, spot, yeah. By by uh, two points. And he got there in six hundred and five.
1: Well, well, there you go. I mean, that just that just proves it straight away. Colin Shields, the most prolific point scorer in elite league history, doing it in so so many fewer games than yep. the other two. Uh, so it shows you out there straight away the best forward there will ever be in the elite league. Colin Shields, Belfast Giants legend. Not only that, cracking Scotsman. <laughs> so there we go. And I think that ends it there. <laughs> that ends it there. So. Um, Aaron, unless you have anything else, that brings us very neatly to the end of this week's podcast. You
0: got to talk about how great Scotland was there. I did.
1: I did. I got my moment there that Marty would never allow me. I
0: have to talk to you about something off-air because I was hearing about... there. Apparently there's a Scottish mafia.
1: There is? Yeah.
0: Well, that's, I, that's, not a, that's not a podcast I can either, conversation. I can neither
1: confirm nor deny <laughs> its existence. Yeah. Um. So, this... It's been a, an interesting podcast. It has um, been. It's been a the same format in a different delivery method, different, different host, voice, different host, different how, how voice. Do you, how do you feel that you, you've fared? You done well so far. I feel good. I've still got the editing to do, so it could all still go spectacularly wrong in the next couple of hours. Yep. Hopefully, uh, you're all listening to this on Friday, and it's gone out on time. And there's been no major dramas. Let us know what you think of John's hosting skills. Yep. Now we'll put that out in a poll as well. We'll see what sort of competition (laughs) I I have for Marty. I have absolutely no interest in taking this over full time, by the way, everyone, when Marty's back, I will breathe a massive sigh of relief in two weeks. Um, you can catch up with all of our previous episodes on the website at door14hockey.com. Um, all of our content across our social media platforms, uh, Facebook, um, Twitter, and Instagram at Door14Hockey. Um, Aaron, anything else? No, I'm good. Okay, well, I have been your one-time only host, John, alongside... Now, until,
0: until Marty goes on holiday again.
1: Yeah, I, see, this is the problem. He's going to think he can go on holiday now. So
0: he's telling we should we should have done like that... Magical trick of doing a really bad job.
1: It, it's like washing the pan first, yeah. then doing the glasses. Yeah, we we should have done that, but unfortunately, it's been absolute perfection. <laughs> unfortunately, so this time around, my name has been John, and I've been your host, and I've been joined by Aaron. Thanks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have have a great week, and we'll catch you next time. See you later.